There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Ridiculous News is a production of iHeartRadio and Cool 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 Audio. With amazing and crazy topics to pick and to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. With interesting views on breaking the rules of broadcasting and all sorts of wild reports to keep us laughing. With funny off-brand, upbeat journalism, the strange and unusual stories of what we give them. When it's all about ridiculous news everywhere, we talking about ridiculous news over here. Hey everyone, welcome to Ridiculous News, not your average news show. We cover stuff you didn't realize was news, from the wild and funny, to the deep and hidden, to the absolutely absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm Bill Worley, an Atlanta-based filmmaker. I'm a comedian. I'm a human being. And I'm realizing inflation is getting a little cray because I almost, no joke, Mark, paid $13 for a hot dog yesterday. Oh, wow. That's a lot. I feel like that is a lot. Uh, $13... Burger, I can understand maybe like right. in certain spots, but a hot dog, a hot I feel dog like that's something different. Never worth that's that something much. different. It's, it's the leftovers. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You pay thirteen. Well, uh, you say you you almost paid for it. So you I, didn't did, get, I did. I did. Okay, because because yeah, my question, up. my next question would have been, mm-hmm. how does a thirteen dollar hot dog taste? That's you know? and that might have been, you know, maybe it would have changed my mind. Right. Maybe that but was the to one. Me, but there's not a lot of difference I, between the, yeah. the, the 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 length between the best dog I've ever had, best hot dog I've ever had, right. and the worst hot dog. It's not that there's not a lot of room in there. You know, what, I feel a, like, <laughs> I feel like a hot dog is one of those foods that's like that, where, yeah. where it's just like there's not a lot of, and I mean that like in a, as a compliment to hot dogs, I right. think. But yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll talk about that for a while. Uh, I'm Mark Kendall. Uh, I'm an Atlanta comedian. And, you know, I just got to say, it's the NBA playoffs, baby. They've started up. I'm excited. And today we are joined by a very special guest. Very excited to have him in the booth today. Carter Dean. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I'm here. I'm ready to get ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do it. Yeah, so Carter is a stand-up comedian, writer, and friendly battle rapper from Atlanta, Georgia. He is a cast member on the MTV show Wildin' Out, and he is a writer on the Emmy-nominated series Epic Rap Battles of History. Um, amazing stand-up, uh, amazing at puns. He might throw some stuff at us throughout the episode to kind of heighten what we're talking about. Um, and uh, it's just brilliant to see his mind as work. Yeah. And so today uh, is a weekly roundup episode where we'll be discussing different headlines that caught our eye. Uh, so uh, 
you know, but before we uh, uh, get into some news headlines, uh, let's uh, do a segment we call Giving, giving Them Their, their flowers. flowers. Yeah. So uh, so Carter, as our guest, uh, we just want to give you a quick round of compliments. Uh, so I'll start off. And uh, Carter, uh, something that I really, really appreciate about you, and this is about like your stage uh, presence is, you know, you play with the audience in a really fun way. You know what I'm saying? So like you're very high energy, you'll be talking to people, you know, uh, you know, uh, breaking the fourth wall, things like that. But I always really appreciate how you make the audience, uh, to me, you make the audience feel welcome. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, I feel like comedy can, you know, have all sorts of feelings. It can make you feel all kinds of things. Uh, but something that I feel is really cool about your comedy is afterwards, I feel like I feel welcome. I feel really good when I watch you perform. Oh, thank you. Thank absolutely. You so, that means so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. yeah, I always try to engage the audience. And actually last week I was just kind of being, you know, um, just trying to be funny. I said, I, I need a roommate to somebody in the audience just trying to be funny. Yeah. And uh, they messaged me later that night and <laughs> they're like, so I'm funny. actually looking for a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. So you never know when yeah. you engage an audience member that really happened. <laughs> yeah. So they were, yeah, that was a good connection. That's that manifested so, yeah, right I there. I appreciate them. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and just to hop off of that, you know, watching you perform, Carter, it, it is. It's a vibe. There's some comics where it's like, ah, I might, you know, I like watching that person's on stage, but I don't know that I want to have a conversation. With it. <laughs> um, and I think you make people feel very welcome and warm. And I also really appreciate, you know, your honesty. And I think the last episode that we were on, the last couple episodes we we did with you about puns, you had you really opened up a lot, and I really appreciate that. I think one of the things about comedy too is like the interesting things that go on in our brains as comedians is maybe we're a little bit uh, uh, sillier than most. And so I appreciate your openness uh, talking about that and, uh, and, and, and the way that you made us play pun games. Oh, Absolutely. Thank you, yeah, thank you so much. Um, and do you need a roommate? <laughs> <laughs> I might soon, actually. Yeah, so. <laughs> Hit me up on the IG. But, um, yes, just send me a message after the show. Um, yeah, we're trying to figure it out. But let's start off with some uh, news nibbles, Mark. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, for our news nibbles, we pull some quick, ridiculous headlines that caught our eye. Uh, so this first headline uh, was really interesting, actually. So a U.S. zoo uh, fears that uh, teen gorillas' exposure to phones is behind uh, their antisocial behavior. <laughs> so Amare is a 415-pound gorilla at Chicago's Lincoln Park Zoo. Uh, I love Lincoln Park Zoo. And has been... Uh, Staring, uh, staring a little too frequently at the screens of cell phones from visitors who show him pictures and videos through the glass wall, including selfies, family photos, pet videos, and even footage of Amari himself. And so he has apparently become mm. so distracted as a result that last week, uh, when another teenage gorilla rushed at him in a show of aggression, Amari did not appear to notice. Uh, so it's and so this is a quote from. So this seems like maybe dangerous for him. I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, or you know, just not a natural reaction. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, there's a quote here that says it's it seemed to almost surprise Mari because his attention was very much distracted, said Stephen Ross, the director of the Lester E. Fisher Center for the Study and Conservation of Apes uh, to the Chicago Sun-Times. And in recent months, uh, zoo staff have had to install a rope uh, line to keep visitors several feet away from the glass and have to step in to explain why the phone screens were a problem. I wonder how that explanation goes because it's the same reason it's a problem to us, y'all. It's mm -hmm. the same. It's very interesting that it can even get at gorillas. Yeah, you know, it's it's addicting and it's uh uh you know it's like oh oh this is cool this is cool this is cool. 
Oh, now and then in the wild, he would just get killed by his buddy that was trying to do a a run on him. Yeah, right. I, I'm. It's uh, it, it's interesting because it's like you know, I I look at my phone for hours and hours, sure, you know, yeah. and I can't imagine that Amare is looking at a phone screen nearly as much. You, you know, and yet it still melted his brain. It, it, I mean, it, the the fact that he didn't react when someone was charging at him, it sounds like that's pretty uncommon, you know? Right. So that's pretty wild to think about. And so there's another quote from uh, Stephen Ross. They went on to say, what we're keeping an eye on here is that he doesn't end up watching screens that the visitors are presenting him for hours on end. Wow. Uh, it's more of a quantity issue than a quality issue. If we can all sort of agree that we want to do what's best for the animals, then we can sort of resist that desire to sit there and flip through pictures for an hour with him. Wow. So you say it's quality over quantity? Uh yeah, so it's so, like if he was looking at the Library of Congress site, they're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> well, if he was like doing TikTok videos. Well, wait, am I? Right. I think, right. So yeah, I, it's, I think they're saying it's, it's, uh, it's more of a quantity issue than a quality issue. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so 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 it sounds like they're just trying to shrink the amount of time that, that, that they're looking at this. Oh, I got you. Well, that's, a, that's a healthy amount of time for a gorilla to look at a that's a, great, <laughs> that's a fantastic question. Yeah. I have no idea. What does no he, idea. yeah, what does he enjoy, like – does he get lost in Wikipedia? Like what is right, he, right, what right. Is he yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just bananas weekly mm-hmm. scrolling yeah. through uh, glamour shots of bananas, bananas being splashed with water. Right. Very sensual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how about this story, Mark? Uh, yeah. there was an Oregon romance novelist who wrote, quote, How to Murder Your Husband. This was a real thing that she wrote, and she is now on trial for the fatal shooting of her longtime spouse. Oh my gosh. In Portland. Novelist Nancy Campton Brophy uh, has been in custody since she was arrested in September 5th, 2018, facing a single count of murder and the fatal shooting of her husband, uh, Chef Daniel Brophy, as he prepped for work. Um, She stood to not only collect the life insurance from his death, but also the equity in their Beaverton home and a worker's compensation plan, which is just wild. It's one of these art imitating life, imitating art, imitating bang. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, scary. It's, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's interesting is that the circuit judge actually ruled that prosecutors cannot introduce as evidence an essay entitled How to Murder Your Husband that she wrote in 2011. So that's, that's weird to me. I don't, that I don't is get interesting. that. Like, you know, and I guess that's part of her job. But like, was there not a direct correlation? Right. Yeah. This is a great question. I just like guessing or just wondering. I wonder it's like if it's a work of fiction, you know, and so it's like it's like trying to be like, oh, here's this thing that you made up. Mm. And so now we're going to be like, this is what you would actually do. Right. I guess kind of like if someone was joking about something like or like a, in a stand up routine. I, I don't know. Yeah. Don't that, know. No, that's a good but point. I'm just I'm just I wonder if, if at that point it becomes trickier about like what you could or couldn't introduce, you know, like. Yeah. So I don't know. This I'm, is why I'm not a lawyer. No, same, <laughs> There's same. There's a lot of yeah. lawyers listening yeah. right now that are like, what is this yeah. talking about? Yeah, that but I'm, no sense. Yeah, but it, but it is a, it is an interesting question, and I don't know why. Yeah. What do you think, Carter? Uh, now, I know there's been some cases, too, of like uh, the same thing in uh, songs or in rap music. Mm. Uh, in particular, uh, they tried to introduce in one, um, I think it was in California, of a person that was on trial for murder and introduced a song. Um, as evidence that had him describing, like, murder, you know, the the crime or whatever. And oh, my God. I think they were able to get that struck from the record yeah. in, under a First Amendment, um, like, argument. 
That's amazing. Uh, okay, gotcha. So that might be like in this case, yeah, another first amendment. Um, she's maybe making a first amendment argument. Yeah, that makes sense. It does remind me of the Key and Peele sketch, where uh, the, one of them has a rap song talking all about. Oh right, guy, and then uh, it turns out, well, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this next uh, headline, pretty fun. So. A man rickrolls an entire city with a giant QR code. So so this is a content creator. Uh, they got some viral attention uh, because they used this giant uh, QR code. And I suppose when you scanned it, it would play the uh, infamous Rickroll song. So it was an April Fool's prank. And Jared uh, Guinness said he used the next generation technology with 300 drones to create a giant glowing QR code in the sky. And so the QR code appeared in the sky above Dallas. Uh, near Reunion Tower, and if you scan the code, it actually worked. Uh, so yeah, so nice. it, so you scan it, and it plays "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley. That's an that is an epic mm-hmm. prank. I, I, I mean, I love playing pranks on folks, yeah. but that's a pretty good one. And I hope that people were excited about being. Rich. Oh, that sounds very exciting. Like, I mean that that's amazing. Te- like he could use that technology to help people. <laughs> Like he could have been out <laughs> saving, like you know, doing efforts to to provide you know actual help. Uh, but I enjoy his pettiness. Like that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> There's three missing children that yeah, same yeah. night that were never right. found. Yeah, yeah. Three hundred drones right. taking up your space. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a good point. We yeah. just needed to land this emergency right. helicopter, but uh, we no, couldn't. No. I guess a follow-up question that I had reading the story that I have for y'all is, you know, if you were given this technology and you had to put a song to a QR code that everybody had to scan. Oh man. What what what's a song that you would perhaps make everyone listen to? You know, there's there's so many I, I like to listen to a lot of positive songs. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't know, why can't we be friends? It might be an old classic. As a phone. Um or, or something like that. I feel like our, our society is a little divided. Maybe I would have tried to show a little bit of joy on folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you do, Mark? You know, that's a great question. I'm actually kind of like going through some songs that I like right now. I've been really enjoying listening to some Jay Diller recently. Nice. And it would just be kind of like some nice vibes, maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Maybe I'd also, or also, you know, like maybe just something like, oh, remember this person and how amazing they are? Like maybe some Aretha Franklin, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that'd be fun too. Yeah. You know, I was kind of inspired by your like, why can't we be friends song? It's like, oh yeah, I remember that song. Why can't we be friends? You know? yeah. yeah. So one of my pump up songs, Mark, yeah. it, uh, is Lizzo's uh, Good As Hell. Yeah. Uh, and that's another one where it's like, let's just make everybody feel good about themselves. That's let's fun. be body positive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Carter, is there anything that jumps out to you that you'd? Uh, I think I'd play the the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. <laughs> Either that or just that, like uh, Ian McKellen reading the Lord of the Rings. I think would be even better. Uh, or th- honestly, I would like I would have just put my Venmo link, <laughs> my cash app. I'm not, <laughs> like I feel it was a wasted a wasted opportunity. That's funny. Yeah, but that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. Amazing. Oh hey guys, it's me Amare. I'm a I'm a I'm a teenage gorilla. <laughs> Amare, hey. yeah. Hey you guys, just came down from the ceiling. I yeah, I'm a really good climber. 
So anyway, I, I traveled here from Chicago, flew from O'Hare to Hartsfield Jackson, because they as did you know they're take they're trying to cut down my screen time? Yeah, well I think it's a good idea, Mark. Did you know you're getting a little too much screen time? No. Yeah. That's not true. Everybody's up on what's happening on Twitter. Everyone's up on what's happening on IG. Everyone's up on what's happening on TikTok. And Amari's, I'm just sitting there with me and my family just looking at the same tree. I know it's not real. I know my I know my playpen's not real. I know it because I looked it up on Wikipedia and I saw I looked on Google Earth. You know, as they have us in this entrapment, it's all a simulation. You know, they have us living in a simulation. You think that right now we're in a simulation? No, I'm talking about us gorillas at the Lincoln Park Zoo. That's true. It is a simulation. And I'm sorry, I feel like you've become a little like more self-aware than your typical gorilla. Let me borrow your phone. Okay, here. Yeah. Yes. I'm actually, whoa, no, no, wait what? a second. Wait a second. Let me borrow Now phone. I see what's going Let on. Let me borrow here. I'll pay. You just came in here because you aren't getting enough screen time <laughs> and you're trying to steal our phones. I'm already, I see right through this. That's, that's not true. I came in because I'm such a big fan of the podcast and I heard you all were talking about headlines. Mark, he's got your phone. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I got it. All right, let's see. Uh, okay, all I got to do is blow. Uh, warm air on it. I see where your fingerprints are. I'm unlocking oh, the phone. Yeah. Well, I'm incredible. in it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Screen time. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. He took my phone and he left. He just left. Wow. Well, I hope he comes back because I need, I need my phone to phone. function. Uh, actually, I follow him on Instagram now. He's oh, oh, oh great. Is, is, he, is, he po- is he posting things on yes. his IG? <laughs> what is uh, where oh, is my he? gosh. Uh, he's posting a picture of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, like, reaching out, but you look very sad. Yeah. Oh, Everybody. my goodness. Wow. Well, I guess we'll just kind of – I guess maybe he'll reveal where he is later, ultimately, or maybe he'll come back with his phone, but – I yeah, we could, we could do find my phone. Maybe we could do that That's thing. a great idea. That's, That's a great idea. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With amazing and crazy topics to pick and to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. All right, so for our main course today, uh, we're talking about Elon Musk and, you know, his involvement with Twitter. He uh, bought a lot of stock in Twitter, and so uh, 
the headline that we're looking at today is the fact that he's not going to be joining uh, Twitter's board, the company says. And so there's been like a lot of discussion about whether or not he'd be on the board. And so apparently he is not joining the board of of Twitter, it looks like, at least for right now. That seems to be what's happening. And I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Elon, you're doing too much. You got (laughs) your Tesla. You're trying to get into space. You're trying to take us to Mars. And he also is trying to come up with a new form of the Internet where there's absolutely no like restrictions on what people can say, uh, which was a little intimidating when he tried to, you know, he's bought the majority stake on Twitter. And, you know, I know there's a, I do believe in free speech, but I think if you look at the proliferation of misinformation and disinformation that the, in, in the way people over-engage with that stuff, uh, I think maybe we could have a little, some bumpers on the, on the whole path of Twitter and all that. Yeah. It's interesting. It seems to be like his role in the company is still like not, super duper clear. So mm. the thing uh the things that we know right now are uh so initially I suppose he was invited to join the board and this is after he accumulated about 9 to, a 9.2% stake in the company. Mm. Um uh but then it came out later that he's not going to be joining the board. But then the current uh chief executive of Twitter uh Parag uh Agrawal sent out the following statement. Uh, and then they they shared this publicly mm-hmm. uh saying team Elon Musk has decided not to join our board. Uh, Here's what I can share about what happened. Uh, The board and I had many discussions about Elon joining the board uh, and with Elon directly. We were excited to collaborate and clear about the risks. We also believe that having Elon as a fiduciary of the company, or he, like all board members, has to act in the best interests of the company and all our shareholders, uh, was the best path forward. Uh, the board offered him a seat. Why board? Why would you do that? No. <laughs> no, uh, we announced on Tuesday that Elon would be appointed to the board contingent on a background check and formal acceptance. Interesting. Elon's appointment to the board was to become officially effective on uh, 4-9 or April 9th. Uh, but Elon shared that same morning that he will no longer be joining no, the board. No, he failed the background check. <laughs> he was smoking a joint on some podcast. They made him pee in a cup. He's got some cloudy piss. Uh, and who God knows what else he's on. Uh, maybe that was it. Maybe. You know? You know? And uh, they said, hey, here's the easy way to do it. Just say you're not going to join. <laughs> uh, he went on to say, I believe this is for the best. Uh, we have and always and will always value input from our shareholders, uh, whether they are on our board or not. Uh, Elon is our biggest shareholder, and we will remain open to his input. These statements are so weird. I mean, they're, they're like that's no one talks like that. <laughs> it's weird to me when you read these these PR statements that gone through fifty people's eyes and like, how can we say this in the most perfect way? <laughs> I wish they would have limited that to two hundred and forty characters. <laughs> <laughs> Every PR. <laughs> exactly. Come on, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, do your own medicine. Um. Uh. And, and he's kind of insulted Twitter in the past, you know. Um. You know, he's been tweeting erratically throughout the week, throughout this last weekend. He polled his p- followers with questions about the future of the social media company, which is so weird. If you spend billion or I mean, how, how many how much money did he spend to get this nine point two percent stake? It's got to be a lot. You know, um, yeah, I don't I don't know the figure, but yeah, it was yeah, a significant right, amount. Right. Yeah. It's not 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So, not not 13 dollars. So, so you make yeah. that investment and then you're going on it and you're polling people on whether it's dying. What a weird thing. That that was that was interesting, yeah. So, like you said, Bill, they made the tweet about is Twitter dying, and I think it was also like a list of like the top 
Twitter users, mm. uh, even though they don't tweet as often. That's that was the tweet that I saw. Okay, um, yeah. And then in another, uh, he suggested turning twi- Twitter's San Francisco headquarters into a homeless shelter because quote no one shows up anyway. I just get you know these bosses with this whole. I mean, let people work from home. Why do we have to be like? Sure, it's not a big deal because you can fly your helicopter into work, but the rest of us we got to do our own laundry. And easier <laughs> if we can work from home every once in a while. It's always the, it's why is it always the the head honchos billionaires that want people to come back in? Yeah, I don't know. It's I not all not not to say that about all billionaires, but yeah, all billionaires. <laughs> so yeah, so I think it seems to be an evolving story about you know whether or not he joins the board. It also his reasons for not joining. Also his reasons for buying that stake in Twitter. You know, so I yeah. think this will probably be an evolving story and something that we might. Continue to revisit. How often do you tweet, Mark? Uh, <laughs> twice a month. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, uh, well, actually, I, think I retweet what you tweet. Yeah, and 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 actually, Bill, it's it's interesting that you bring that up because part of the reason I don't tweet so so much is because, at least for me, I, I realize on the one hand a tweet's just a tweet, but also on the other hand, sometimes there's this permanence that comes with it, right? right? right. And so this next headline, I think, is actually kind of like an interesting uh, discussion point. In the news, uh, this news story comes out saying, after years of public pestering, Twitter has finally become work on an edit button, uh, the company announced uh, this week. So the ability to alter existing tweets has long been the platform's most requested feature, according to Vice President Jay Sullivan. But the company has expressed concerns that an edit button could be misused uh, to alter the record of the public conversation. Mm. And protecting the integrity of that public conversation is our top priority when we approach this work, Sullivan wrote. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes it's like on, on Facebook, if you click edit history, it'll just show you what, what it used to be. Yeah. There's the easy fix. Yeah. I don't know why I just have no time. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let them edit it, but then like you can still see what the original post was and that problem solved. Sorry, yeah. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I hate that feature on Facebook where it shows your edit history because I just post stupid puns. And so you see nine drafts because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking, okay, this only got three likes. I'll edit it. I'll reword it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That, have you found that like when you edit it, does it climb? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Or it shows like the little different ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. So, the, oh yeah, that's, that's another way. It's like you can go through and like tweak your punchline. Yeah, and see how it's going. Which I'm fine with people being able to see your old ones. I yeah, don't know you know. Yeah, for me, is like more practical in terms of why I would appreciate an edit button. Because like so, more often than I would think, when I post something, I make a like an edit me or a too. mistake. You know, yeah. a lot of times maybe I'm trying to like advertise something or push something, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, let me include this information. And so it would be nice to be able to edit that because I use that feature quite a bit on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the article went on to share some examples of tweets that would have uh, uh, that would have benefited uh, yeah. from an edit button. Uh, so, for example, like Tom Brady's retirement uh, yeah. from several months ago. Brady. Okay, you're the goat, but gosh, retired. <laughs> <laughs> As an Atlanta sports fan here in Atlanta, we're tired. Yeah, uh, or like Netflix tweet of uh, Love is sharing a password from 2017 because uh, now they're cracking down on like password sharing and things uh, like that. Yeah. So I, I thought that that was like a funny, uh, a funny thought, you know. Yeah, and they put Donald Trump's kofefe. Oh man, that was so 
confusing. What a, what a weird ego-driven man. That, <laughs> like, just don't want to even admit, oh, that's a, no, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. At the depths of which you won't say you're wrong <laughs> when you say Kofefe. Mm-hmm. I like this one from Blockbuster that says, we're never going away. That's pretty cool. Hey guys, I'm back. Oh, Mari. Yeah. (laughs) Dropping in from the ceiling. Yeah, that's right. Hey guys, IG was great. I got a bunch of followers there. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? What? I'm on Twitter now. (laughs) Yeah, it's so much fun. I just say what I want. I do what I want all the time. That's that's Mark's Twitter. You're just on Mark's Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It's great. I'm making all kinds of things. I'm saying a bunch of things that Mark would never, ever say. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying things like, I hate fish you know what i'm saying fish sucks all always in the water why don't you try coming up on land fish like me i'm not an amphibian whoa, whoa. some of these are pretty clever amari yeah 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 i gotta say i don't know mark if you're that mad some of these feel like they're getting better honestly this is the edge i've always wanted as a comedian yeah, yeah that's right mark i'm being edgy i'm being crazy you know the only thing i wish i could do oh wait you know what Hey, guys, I also meant to say I went and talked to my boy Elon just not too uh, long ago. Uh, Elon Musk, you're friends with Elon Musk. I, I am, you yeah. Are one of the most intelligent gorillas I've ever met. He wanted to talk to me. He wanted to, like, show me some prototypes. We got to talking. Prototypes? Prototypes, yeah. So I have this new prototype for Twitter, and I got an edit button. So I've gone back through all of Mark's old posts and said what he really meant to say. You know what I'm saying? So there's this one old post where he said, like, Merry Christmas and to all a happy new year. And I said that to, uh, I changed that to, kiss my booty. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's not what Mark would say. Oh, it is, well, it is now. It is now. Oh, and I, oh, and also I can edit other people's things. I can edit oh, no. other, I can edit other people's things oh, no. as well. Oh, Bill, looks like oh, I logged into wait, your wait, Twitter. Yeah. You just put my social security number out yeah, there. Yeah, I sure did. Why does know? Yeah, it looks like I'm Bill Worley now. My mother's maiden name. Yeah, exactly right. The street you grew up on. This is, this is terrible. Yeah, yeah. The first car you drove. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting it out there now. Don't worry, Bill. Amari. It's good to have it out there now. There's nothing to hide. Well, one, it's scary that you're doing this. And two, how did you get all this information? Uh, we, uh, uh, information meaning like your info? Yeah. Elon gave oh, it to damn me. It, yeah, Mark. exactly right. Damn exactly it, right. Elon. Well, see, the thing is, I went to Elon and was like, hey, Man, Elon, I want to impress these dudes at the podcast. I want to intimidate them. I realize maybe that's not the best way to impress yeah, someone. You just be our friend. I'm a teenager, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm hey, wait, even... there's another teenager gorilla coming right for you. You didn't even see him. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I was I was distracted by my phone. I, the thing is, as my follower count gets higher and higher, I get more and more into it. I'm sorry. It's just a vicious cycle. But what can I say? I enjoy it at the end of the day. Amari, this is just unsustainable. I don't think you're going to be happy living, you know, you're a gorilla. You should just be climbing trees and eating bananas. I just, I just always thought there was something more, you know? Yeah. When I, when I looked at that phone screen for the first time and I saw a picture of a blimp, you know, I'd never seen a blimp before. A blimp. It's like a, (laughs) it's like a flying balloon, (laughs) you know? And I was like, wow, what else is out there? And so I found a world that's really quite large and quite big and, Sometimes it does get intimidating. And I guess, you know, it shouldn't really be about the quantity of life that you live, but it should be about the quality of life that you live. Mark, I got your phone back. Push him out. No, Push him out. Ah! Push him out. <laughs>
We'll be right back with more ridiculous news after this short break. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Don't get it confused. You are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. Uh, So we're back. With a little bit of dessert, so we've pulled some fun games, fun headlines. Uh, so, Carter, we want to play a game with you called Make It Punny. So we're going to read a headline, and then to the best of your ability, uh, give us some puns riffing off of that. Sound cool? Yeah, let's do it. Great. So this first headline I'll read out loud, and then I'll uh, show it to you here. So this first headline is, uh, Better Call Saul snags Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul for the final season appearance. So it looks like they're... Doing the final season of Better Call Saul there. Oh, okay. I like the method to their madness. <laughs> um, uh, unrelated, uh, right. I had a friend from high school that uh, he was going to pay me some He He uh, was in debt to me. And uh, I was like, well, how much money do you owe, Dan Kirk? <laughs> Please don't hurt me. No, that's, <laughs> that's fantastic. And, and if you haven't seen uh, uh, Better Call Saul with Bob Odenkirk, uh, check it out. If you like Breaking Bad, you'll love Break, uh, Better Call Saul. And uh, uh, so we have another headline for you, Carter. I'll, uh, but this one, this next one is uh, back from the dead? Question mark. Elusive ivory-billed woodpecker not extinct. Researchers say. There it is in writing. If that helps at all. Oh, woodpecker. Uh, actually, I have a pet woodpecker. He's my wingman. <laughs> Woody, want to go with me? I don't. Woody, oh, right. <laughs> you don't regret this. <laughs> this is great. No, that was fantastic. Um, how about this one? Um, uh, there's a mask mandate on planes, trains, and buses has been extended till May 3rd. Oh, uh, yeah, I actually, I wore a mask um, on a plane with my pet woodpecker. Uh, the pilot's my wingman, too. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to pilot on. But <laughs> and uh, they made me put a mask on at the bus, and I was like, why I, Marta? <laughs> oh, man, for uh, those outside of uh, 
Atlanta, outside of Atlanta, Georgia, MARTA. That's our uh, public transportation yeah. system. MARTA. Yeah, I love it. That's all be, I could came, come up with. That's good. Yeah, I love don't, it. I love don't it. bust me on it. Soon to be called the ATL. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's true. Although I don't know how soon, but I know they've been working on it. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about that at some point. Yeah, we will definitely talk yeah. about it. But we love Marta. Yeah. We love Marta around here. We do. We do. So, Carter, thanks so much uh, for playing that game. I thought that was super fun. I love those puns, as always, from you. Uh, I got another headline I wanted to share with y'all. I thought this was pretty interesting. Feel free to pun it up. (laughs) (laughs) It is Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, but speaking of uh, Georgia, actually. So this headline is, A message in a bottle started its journey in Georgia, and then after two years and more than 4,000 miles, it was found off the coast of France. Wow. Yeah, so... What started out as an idea on a whim turned into friendship across the Atlantic Ocean, CNN says. So in January of 2020, Victoria Kay and her boyfriend, uh, Graham, uh, were visiting St. Simons Island in Georgia from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Kay told CNN uh, she has been painting her entire life and decided to paint a scene from one of her favorites, a maritime forest uh, in watercolor. Sounds beautiful. Sounds really nice, right? So she happened to have a bottle with her and decided at the last minute to roll up the painting place it inside the bottle, tape it up, and toss it off the pier into the ocean. Can I just say, I love that she decided at the last minute. I what know. does that mean? I don't know. What does that I mean? I don't know. At the last minute, what were, what were she about to hop on a train? I, who knows? <laughs> I'm hopping on a train. Got to get back to I, Knoxville. I, 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 you know, got to go. Got to go. Uh, get that bread out of the oven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they said, I had no idea it would ever take off to France. Uh, it was just on a whim. I've never done this before. Um, little did Kay know, uh, more than two years later, the bottle would end up on the coast of Brittany in France, more than 4,000 uh, miles away. Uh, Kay said she completely forgot about the bottle until an email arrived in her inbox on March 13th, 2022 uh, from, from Mar- Martin Bosk. Uh, <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right. Martin Um uh, this morning, while wait, walking my dog near the beach, I found your bottle with the message of January 5th, 2020, the email read. I discovered your message and your painting, and I was delighted to read it. Uh, neither Kay nor Bosk uh, could believe the bottle survived in the water for more than two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the experience is one Kay ties to some life advice her soon-to-be 90-year-old father gave her. Uh, he always said, if you want good things to happen in life, you have to throw out good boomerangs, Kay said. And she believes the bottle was one of those good boomerangs that she threw out. And throughout the past few weeks, uh, the two have kept in contact over email. Uh, Boss writes her in English, uh, and they've gotten to know each other. Thank God other people speak English. (laughs) All of us Americans, wherever we go, and it's what I've survived on, is that other people in other countries are are able to speak more than their language and can speak our language. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a a beautiful story. I I do hope that the bottle... Was like a Mountain Dew bottle. <laughs> he got it. He's like, oh yeah, they're from Tennessee. <laughs> oh yeah, this is from America. <laughs> I, I do love that advice. Uh, if you want good things to happen in your life, you have to throw out good boomerangs. That's great advice. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun, fun way to put. Like just trying to be good to other people without necessarily expecting something in return. Mm-hmm. Kind of like planting good seeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I guess a boomerang always comes back. Now that I say that, is like if you're planting good boomerangs, you're just throwing it, and at one point seventeen are going to hit you because you've been throwing. <laughs> right? Is this the idea that uh, you throw a boomerang, it collects a bunch of good things, ah, there it then is. it comes back Ooh, to you? I like that. To be fair, I mean, I 
didn't know that a boomerang could do that. But yeah, that, that's, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, have, yeah. You ever, have you guys ever successfully thrown a boomerang? No. No. I've never successfully done a boomerang on Instagram. Like, they're always, <laughs> <laughs> they're always just me, like, picking my nose over and over. <laughs> something like that, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Where is it? Oh my gosh. Where is it? It's me, Nick Cage. Nicholas oh, no. Cage. Yeah, it's me, Nicholas Nick Cage. Cage. He came in through the ceiling. Where is it? Where is it? Where's the bottle? Well, we were just talking about a message in a bottle that was sent, um, you know. Uh, uh, oh my God, there is how, there is a bottle right here in the, right here in the give, studio. Give it to me. I, Toss Nick, it. Let's get, I have to because you're Nick Smash. Cage. Smash. Oh, you you see, this is the painting, right? But it's more than just a painting. You flip it over, it's a map. It's there's nothing on the back. You hold it up to a <laughs> to the light source. I still don't see anything. Then you uh, light a match okay. under it. Well, it's gonna burn it. Right, exactly. But as it burns, oh, okay, let that, the ashes uh, fall. I see. Blow it on the table. Oh, you, look, and then I'm just gonna ashes. move the ashes around. It seems very convoluted. Wait, hold on. And then <laughs> I'm going. Then then I'm gonna pour some sodium hydroxide on oh it. God, is that dangerous? Yes. And then. And now look, oh, hold on, I'll open the window here. Okay, thank you. Look, it's a map. It is a map. It's a map to the Knoxville treasure. Knoxville treasure? The That's... Knoxville treasure. I've never even heard of the Knoxville Have treasure. you ever heard of Fort Knox? <laughs> Originally, Fort Knox was supposed to be, I'm not laughing, I'm just so serious. I'm so serious right now. But Fort Knox was supposed to be in Knoxville, Tennessee. But apparently... The founding fathers got into an argument and they're like, we'll just not do that. <laughs> but someone said, but apparently the Fort Knox is actually just a diversion to the real Fort Knox in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh my God. Absolutely right. So now we have the map to go find the treasure. Well, Nicholas, I think, well, thanks for stopping by. I'm actually a big fan. And me too. You, of yourself? Of myself. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how much money are we talking? I'm talking at least like $13, buy yourself a really good hot dog. Okay. Actually, in this economy, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. What were you saying, Carter? Oh, I uh, I thought I found the Knoxville treasure, <gasps> but uh, I opened uh, the, the treasure chest and it was just uh, Jackass DVDs. <laughs> it was, uh, turns out it was the Johnny Knoxville treasure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an amazing treasure. Well, anyway, if we find this, if we find this Knoxville, this true uh, Fort Knox, I'm thinking there's enough money in there for at least all four of us to get a really fancy hot dog. Terry, you down? Tari, Is she nodding. Fantastic. Well, Sweet. got. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, I'm Nicholas Cage, no one else, and I'm gonna take this map with me, and I'm gonna go. But if I find that treasure. Y'all are the first ones I'm going to share it with. Thanks, Nick. Oh, also, sorry, there's been a lot of messages here, but someone passed this message uh, along to you all. Uh, mm. It seemed to be like a teenage gorilla. I don't know. Oh, he told no. me for you all to read it out loud the moment that I left. So with that, I leave you all. Carter, this, this, note, this note seems to be from our friend Amari, but it seems like he wanted you to read it. Mm. Uh, if you're open to reading it, would you be willing to read this note from Amari? Yeah. Yeah. It, was a, yeah, it looks like it's in like rhyme, rap form. 
Yeah, yeah crazy, perfect. crazy. Right. I, I didn't yeah. even, I yeah. didn't even He's know he rapped. Talented guy, yeah. really talented guy. So uh, it says, uh, "My name is Amari, and I'm here to say, Mark, I'm so sorry for taking your phone earlier, and I, I don't, I really appreciate you being cool about it, and like, you know, sorry that I posted on your Instagram, and uh, anyway, that's, uh, I'm glad we're friends now. Oh wow. wow, that means a lot, and actually, it looks like. It looks like my phone is attached to the piece of paper. He wow. returned my phone. Yeah. Thank God. That is a uh, like an in real life text. He texted. He wrote a text onto to your phone. That's he the wow. first, he, yeah. he really ended his phone addiction just like that. That's inspiring. Him. I don't wonder. Yeah, I wonder what the secret is. He's not uh-huh. addicted to correspondence, though. Unfortunately. Mm. Well, you know what? That's the pen pal I'll, I'd love to have. Mari would be. It'll be a fun. <laughs> it'll be a fun pen pal. Well, you know, speaking of being inspired by Amare's uh, 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 new adventures, uh, I think it's time we move on to uh, a segment we like to call the Spring of Inspiring Inspirations. And so this is where we pull uh, an inspirational quote or a positive quote from someone just to uh, end things on a positive note. Uh, So this is from a recent Academy Award winner, uh, Questlove uh, of The Roots. Uh, And this is a quote that I found of his saying, uh, switching off perfection uh, switched on the human quality. And I thought that that was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I think that's something that I need to do more in my life. (laughs) Oh, same. Agreed. I thought it resonated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Questlove. Thanks, Questlove. I also like that quote. That's great. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's wonderful to have you here. Uh, We're excited to have you on a couple episodes about puns. Um, Super looking forward to that. And uh, audience, please check those out. It's going to be very exciting. And uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, you, uh, y'all can follow me at really Carter Deems uh, on Instagram, uh, CarterDeems.com. Uh, Carter Deems needs money at Venmo. <laughs> that's a, that's that's an easy joke. Uh, <laughs> that's super easy. Uh, but yeah, uh, I really appreciate y'all having me on the show, and uh, it was a ton of fun. And there's a particular show you have coming up next month, correct? Yeah, so I'm doing kind of a, a wordplay based one man show um, next month uh, called Just Semantics, and uh, all the details are on my website and my Instagram page. Awesome, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's Carter Deems, C A R T E R D E E M S dot com. Check it out. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to Ridiculous News. Uh, you guys, you got there's too much entertainment out there. You chose to spend your time with us. We don't take it for granted. Thank you. Thank you so much. And follow us on Facebook and IG at Ridiculous News Podcast, or you can email us at ridiculousnews at iheartmedia.com. And be sure to check out our comedy videos at Mark Kendall Comedy on IG, TikTok, and Facebook, uh, as well as at Kendall Comedy on Twitter. Oh, Amari just took your phone again. No! Oh, let's go get him. Oh, See God! You guys next week. Bye, guys! Ridiculous News is hosted by Mark Kendall and Bill Worley. Executive producers are Ben Bolin and Noel Brown. Produced and edited by Tari Harrison. Research provided by Casey Willis. And theme music by Four Eyes and Dr. Delight. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.